0: Welcome to Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball.
1: Happy Wednesday and welcome to locked on women's basketball. I'm Gabe Ibrahim alongside Amy Otterberg coming to you from the past. We're recording this on Tuesday nights. Uh, to prove that we were recording this on Tuesday night, it, the score is currently 64 to 56 between the Atlanta Dream and the Chicago Sky as the third quarter comes to an end, and we are both watching this game while doing this podcast. So, Amy, how are you doing? I'm
0: good. It's, it is. It's It's definitely a different vibe when you are watching a game and, and talking
1: about it. It's like, it's,
0: I feel like you're calling a game.
1: <laughs> it's uh, a- 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 Amy's all dark, actually, yeah. because her dog's sleeping, which is yeah. pretty adorable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she,
0: <she's, laughs> sell me honest, but I'm one of those people <laughs> like, please do not wake up. I'm doing something right now.
1: Little pop. Uh, you can always follow the show, by the way, at Locked on, WB on Twitter. Make sure you check out the rest of the shows on this podcast. Today, what we are talking about is just a number of things, just a lot of things have have piled up here in the first couple of weeks of the season, and Amy and I have to talk about all of it. Um, unfortunately, the first thing that we have to get into is some bad news. Uh, Diane's Rossi, the greatest player in women's basketball history, arguably. That's a podcast for a different day. She has a small fracture in her sternum. Uh, she's going to miss four weeks, so about a month, uh, questionable for – the Olympics questionable for um, basically any games going up to the Olympics. So it looks like her season is going to be a little bit short, shortened. However, I do want to point out that her stats as Matt Ellentuck pointed out on Twitter, uh, her stats in the two games where she played with a small fracture to her sternum, she had 30 points. She was 11 of 22 from the field, four of 11 from three, have five assists, two rebounds, four turnovers and played 51 minutes of professional basketball. Amy, how many minutes of professional basketball do you think you could play with a small fracture to your sternum?
0: Yeah. Um, I don't even think I can get to the gym. I mean, <laughs> I honestly, like I, I opened my Twitter when I saw my Twitter. It's my only social media handle that has not been hacked, by the way, right now is Twitter. Mm. So if you're out there listening, please don't touch my damn Twitter. Um, <laughs> it's my last. Opened my Twitter today and and saw the, the breaking news. And I was like. I didn't know you could, you know, have a nightmare in the middle of the day. This mm-hmm. is not happening. You know, it's just, I mean, I understand, obviously she's got to take care of her body first um, and foremost, especially like just at her point in her career. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a loss for the entire league. It's a loss for women's basketball. It's a loss for basketball period when Diana mm-hmm. Taurasi's not playing it at the same time. Uh, that's not one you play through. Right, no. I, I really, I really, really sincerely hope I am. a, am a big time Tarazi fan, I always have been. Even when I was at Miami and she whipped my butt, not me personally, but <laughs> my team's butt. Um, still, you just watch her in awe. And um, my my biggest hope for her is that she's able to to get that USA jersey on because yeah. I do believe that that's part of the reason why she's still going right to get that that last Olympic run in. So all the best to her um come on DT we want we really really want to see you out there again.
1: yeah I mean I hope she's back for the Olympics um assuming the Olympics happen which is a unfortunate which is
0: podcast.
1: another podcast and something we have to continue saying although it looks it, it looks like it's gonna it's gonna happen but um yeah just I mean it's devastating because not only is Diana, like we mentioned, probably the greatest player in, in this game's history. Um, she's also still doing it. Like I, even, even at her age, even after 17 years, she's still doing it. And still a huge part of that uh, Mercury team who I picked to win the championship in a moment of weakness. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> feeling, I'm not feeling great. Um, and I, it's because of this, because I think, you know, Diane Diana Taurasi-led team, you can never count them out. They will always be in it because they have DT. And then you add Brittany Griner Scott Diggins-Smith, Kia Nurse, who's looking pretty good this year. like And and Bria Hartley who's supposed to come back from injury. You kind of were hoping Brianna that Turner. this
0: was
1: – Brianna Turner. Turner.
0: Yeah, they, there's, a, there's a handful, but you're right. Without DT, it's hard to – are they still going to be good? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we're talking about championships right? Yeah. It's tough. But at the same time, like how many times have we seen Dinah Tarazi miss time for an injury and come back and be ready to go because her game above her shoulders is elite. It's yes. different when we talk about that Mamba mentality. Um, very few, very few, very, I can't speak. Very few people actually have it, right? And, you, and yeah. I don't know how you define it, but that's what she has. And so do, will they stay afloat until she gets back that that's the other thing I think Phoenix at this point is just like, you know, they, they got to sustain, they got to push forward. And then they, they find themselves in a good position and she gets back healthy. Like, listen, like maybe still might be right here. They still might win. You never know. <laughs> I, I mean, look,
1: it, it, that's, there's a reason why teams, you know, you want to accumulate as many stars as possible. Um, I think you could see this with, if we want to go to the men's side, the Brooklyn Nets, like, yeah, getting Oof. three superstars. So, yeah, that
0: score tonight.
1: <laughs> We're not talking about blowouts in the NBA. No, we are not. <laughs> not on this podcast. Not with me as yes, a Heat fan. Um, But with the Mercury, it is that I, it's the same idea, right? Is that well, we have if Diana has to miss time, we still have BG. We still have Scottie Ding Smith, Brianna Turner's coming into her own. Like I'm just a little concerned about the depth, um, and I'm 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 really concerned just about her health because I I don't know how you like. I'm not, I haven't seen many people. Re- like the recovery fractured time for a fractured sternum. sternum. i not. Ouch. I don't know what you do. You don't wear like a chest plate. Like
0: yeah. Ouch. Like how, how do you? Is, would that need in, in game? Right? Is that what they're saying in game? Is that what the report is?
1: I I think so. Let me see. I was just looking yeah. at the at what they sent out. Um yeah. And I, I didn't. I mean, I know she she gets hit with screens pretty hard. Yeah. Because she goes she goes really hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, but she. I just. Don't, uh, yeah, that it just says.
0: It doesn't matter. At the end of the, the day, chest. she's not playing, right? Like, that's what I read. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's again. Shoot.
1: So it'd be interesting to see because, you know, coming into this year, we kind of felt like there would be someone moving up and someone moving down. And we kept trying to figure out who's going to move down between the teams that made the playoffs last year and then who's going to move up from the teams. That were not in the playoffs last year. Uh, well, one of those teams that's looking what like a team segment. that's gonna... <laughs> <What> a segment. <laughs> one of those teams is looking like they're going to move up yeah. is the New York Liberty. Um, we have, we have gone a little bit long, so I do want to take it into the next segment. Cause I don't want to shortchange change the New York Liberty have done to start the season, but this could be an answer as to which team falls off. If they are not able to sustain some pace here. With, without Diane Taurasi in, in Phoenix. Um, I think they have a chance to. We'll see. I'm really interested. I'm really interested in what happens when you tell Skylar Diggins Smith, hey, remember all those times in Dallas where you dragged a inferior team? Well, here's that, here here's Brittany Griner. Please, yeah. here. yeah. Please do that here. Please do that here. Well,
0: you're not gonna have to wait too long, right? They they host Vegas when this podcast here is it'll be tonight. It'll be Wednesday oh. night. And uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, worth the worth the dinner, coffee, and staying up because you're going to find out really quick, right? Vegas is one of those teams. We are not segueing into Vegas. We are segueing into New mm-hmm. York, but we will say, right, this is a big early test without Diane Tarazi Wednesday night.
1: And it'll be really interesting too because that's kind of a good that's kind of a good matchup for Phoenix. I mean, it's also a good matchup for um, for Vegas, but it's a good matchup to to like if you don't have a really good guard this is a good time to place play play Vegas. Um, However, I do, I do really want to see when Bria Hartley is able to come back because we haven't had a ton of updates on her and she's going to be crucial. Once she gets back, I think this team looks a lot stronger, but it's about treading water while Tarasi and Hartley are out. I mean, Kiavon's coming, but that's, I mean, I love Kiavon. She's a great player, but this is not the most useful player to add to this team at the moment. Um, so it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting to see what they do, who they pick up because they'll probably have a hardship waiver um, coming up, not for the next game, but going forward. Um, so with that said, let's talk about New York right after the break uh, to get you caught up on where we're at with this Atlanta Chicago game. It's 73 62 with seven fifteen left in the fourth quarter. Um, do you, any predictions here? Do you think Chicago has a comeback? Before we get into the rest of the podcast and see if we're right or wrong.
0: They're just having a really hard time scoring the basketball. And I I don't know. I I don't have the volume on. So I'm not like listening to who's particularly scoring. But I'm just every time I look up, it feels like Chicago's missing around the rim. So I think Atlanta might be able to run away with this one. But we'll, we'll see. We can talk about Chicago, too, if you want, because I got some, you know, I got some things.
1: The shield just hit a three. So we we might be talking about this in the last segment as it gets closer. Hello, Crystal Bradford. Shouts to her. Okay, we're going to take it to we're going to take it to a quick break. And then we will be right back talking about the New York Liberty and their amazing start to the season. Wouldn't it be great if there was a pocket sized guide that helped you sleep, focus, act and be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy to use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed Headspace has a three minute SOS meditation for you. Amy, you can use that when the pup is going crazy. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has a wind down that their members swear by, and you can play that for the pup. Actually, I'm not sure, that don't ignore that because I'm not sure this works on dogs. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. I guess that counts for dogs. Headspace, a Headspace approach to mindfulness can reduce stress improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. You deserve to feel happier. Headspace is a meditation made simple. Go to Headspace.com/slash locked on MBA that's headspace.com slash locked on MBA for a one month free trial with access to headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash locked on MBA today. Okay. And Amy, now it's time to talk about your favorite sponsor on this show and potentially any show. Uh, Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is making the best tasting protein bar ever. They have an unbelievable list of flavors, which they've added nine new ones. So we have coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. Have you tried all of these flavors? Yes.
0: Yes. Bill Bar sent us a sampler pack with everything in it. I don't remember
1: this coconut almond.
0: one. Yes, it was amazing. Um, What I will tell you this, Gabe, my sisters, my friends, they're like – what's a good bar and I tell them built bar and I haven't had one person say they didn't like it after they try it I'm not kidding like and I have to kind of and I always like kind of pre-warn them I'm like just so you know it doesn't it's not like the same consistency or texture as a power bar or like a protein bar yeah. and everyone's like oh good because they don't want that mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like literally I yet to to suggest it to somebody that says I don't like I didn't like that so yeah. I'm, I'm like statistically it's it's a hit
1: Amy doing the advertising on and off the podcast, Built Bar. They also have a bunch of different textures, though, too. They have the crispy ones. They have different ones. So that they're always coming up with new stuff, and they're always healthy and good for whatever diet you are working with. Great on-the-go snack fills you up without filling up your calorie counter. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you get 50% off your next order. Use that promo code locked 1515 for 15% off at builtball.com. Welcome back to Lock On Women's Basketball. Gabe Ibrahim and Amy Otterbert here. You can follow me on Twitter at Gabe underscore Ibrahim. You can also follow me on TikTok at Ball and Order. I put basketball stuff out in there. Not a ton of women's basketball stuff. I save that most, mostly for like this podcast and the various other women's basketball outlets I work for. Amy, you can find Amy on Twitter at Amy Autobert, but don't follow her Instagram because some jerk is currently holding a hostage. Um, <laughs> that's that.
0: Another, another, another podcast. That's for another this, podcast. This is why you need headspace.
1: <laughs> yeah. Get that, yeah. In you know, the meditation. All right. Uh, let's talk about the New York Liberty, a team that is five and one to start what? the season. Say five- it again. See, yes. And one. And so, OK, i I'm like I was like king of the Liberty hype train in the off season. I'm a big fan of Liberty. I really believed in them. I did not see this coming uh, because the reason why they are so good. Sabrina Inescu is back and she's she's been fantastic. She has truly been everything that we thought that she would be um, last year. And she's been healthy and she's been great and she's been distributed. However, Natasha Howard has only played two games of these six. The reason that this team is so good is because of Laney doing it on both ends. She's currently averaging 22.7 points per game, four assists, 3.7 rebounds. And, you know, the crazy part about this is if, like, I remember the first thing I ever wrote about the WNBA was about the Indiana Fever taking too many... Uh, long range twos. And the person I pointed to as like the biggest culprit of this was Banaja Laney. Fast forward to now, she could not be more efficient. She could not be a better player in terms of shooting the three ball, in terms of making sure that she's in the right place on both ends of the court. I just, I mean, her development has been fantastic. Um, And, you know, I I guess we could say that she's going to regress the mean a little bit because she's shooting 52% from three, but she did it all of last year and she's currently doing it so far this year. So to me, Minaj has been a huge part of what New York's doing and I think she's probably been the best development story in the WNBA over the last two years. Like she won a most improved player last year. She could easily win it again this year for taking that next step in her career. But what have you seen from New York that's really caught your eye?
0: Well, and, and credit to her, right? Or kudos to her because she had, you mentioned MIP last year in Atlanta. And then why, why New York? Right. Like what, what did her, and and she, she came as a free agent. Yeah. She came as a free agent. She wasn't traded. No. Yeah. Okay. So big time to her agent and the team that works with her because of like, Hey, they saw something that I think everyone thought like, again, like New York has the potential to, to, to start doing some really good things and Hey, you can play a piece around Sabrina, but it's not just Sabrina. Like I know that Natasha Howard's just getting into it, but Sammy Whitcomb as well, right? Like draws attention. Have to guard her, have to play her. I mean, we talk about Michaela Onyonwera, who's doing great stuff when she's in there. What about Dee, Dee Richards? Like they are they are like perfectly like in my opinion, like they have that wonderful mix of like mm-hmm. rookies going in and kind of just buying in. And then obviously Sabrina, like she's the ball's gonna go through her all the time. But then like you have these two like reigning champs in Natasha Howard and Sammy Wickham. Right. I mean, she's like, yeah, like put me in there. I'm just going to do my thing. When she, mm-hmm. when she gets the ball, she puts it in the hoop. I mean, she did that last year with Atlanta as well. Right. And I think I see just a lot of like confidence and momentum from last year continuing on to this season, but they did a lot of work and found a program that was going to allow her to be this player. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a team I, of I just, dogs. I think, she, I think it was a brilliant, it was a brilliant, a brilliant move for her.
1: Yeah, it was a team of dogs and that, and that's what they sold her on. Um, that's what they really tried to pitch her on was this is a, this is a place where your work ethic is going to be rewarded because everyone else around here works this hard. And that's exactly what they've built. They they built kind of, um, you know, as a Heat fan, the culture of of winning and working hard and being a dog. And I think with Sabrina at the head, of that spear of of kind of being the franchise rock it all falls into place when you have players like Banja and Natasha Howard Michaela Nyamwidi Sammy Wickham all the players you just mentioned of being super hard workers and someone like DD Dee Dee Richards to me she can play you know 30 minutes a game or she can play 2 minutes a game every minute that she's out there she's going to be in the right place giving you enough effort right so I, to me this New York team as you mentioned has a perfect mix for success now and going forward. Um, I am, I think they're a little ahead of schedule. And we'll see if they if they come, you know, crashing back down to earth a little bit. It's certainly possible. Um, but I don't know. I just think that I think they're just gonna be this good. And we'll see what happens when Howard gets into the mix, when Rebecca Allen truly gets into the mix, when Kia Stokes starts playing a little bit more to her potential, like we'll start seeing this team get potentially just like better from here. Yeah. Um
0: I, think, I do. I think you're know, right. I, I, like, <laughs> we do, I don't you think they're going to go undefeated. Sorry. I'll just say it's like, yeah, they're not going to go, go undefeated. They're going to drop ball games, but I think they're going to be, they, listen, they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going awesome. I, I to make the playoffs. And I think they could, I think Sabrina is so special. She is. Like she's so polarizing, you know, I just, <laughs> who knows when they get there, but. I just, sorry, I just wanted to make that point. Like, let's like, let's not, like, do I think the, the Liberty are going to go undefeated? <laughs> no. For the rest of the season? No. But I mean, even like they're they getting this, they got Atlanta. They got Atlanta on Saturday night. I think that's all they got is for the rest of this week. Like, think of it. They're going to finish the first three weeks of the season with one, possibly two, possibly two losses. I don't see them dropping that game.
1: Yeah. I mean, I it, it it's just insane to see, to think about where they were, last year where they only got two wins and they're on the verge of tripling that
0: <laughs> in the yeah. first
1: month of the season, right? Um, their only loss coming to Washington and their former superstar player, in Tina Charles. And we will talk about her in just a second, but I do want to mention that it does really suck that they let go of Leisha Then They were a huge part of this team last year. Um, and, and, you know, they, play, they played such a major role in the season not just for New York, but for the WNBA and to see them let go. Um, you know, I think I heard a lot of people from a basketball standpoint, you can't really argue it because of the rise of D.D. Richards as a player that they can use in multiple sets and just you know, kind of fitting what they need a little bit more um, than Laisha did. But it, it is just a bummer to see her let go. And I think it's just another we've talked about this so many times. There's not enough roster spots. The There's e, not enough. The roster E.
0: Spots. Say it. The E word. The E word.
1: Roster expansion.
0: <laughs>
1: you know. Expansion. You know. I'm on. Just I'm on the expansion. train of. Yeah, expansion's fine too. But I, I, I would, I'd love to because I think a team like New York would actually really, really benefit from having Leish Clarendon on the bench. You know, not because even if they like are you, not Honest playing. Haslam. Come like on, Udonis guy. has them. Like Udonis has them. Yeah, God, we we're not talking about the yeah. heat today. We're yeah. not doing it because it's too yeah. sad. Um, but I I just think every every team would benefit. But if she from got in player. there and
0: did, but if she got in there and got ejected, if she I, got in there and got ejected in 90 seconds. Ain't nobody gonna be mad. <laughs> so
1: Laish is a little different from Ud. I'm not sure she's gonna be ejected, but she she would provide a nice back. <laughs> yeah. She would provide a nice backup point guard option and some coaching and a a lot of veteran leadership that they're not that they're going to miss but i mean i think if you're looking at this just from like a cold basketball perspective it was 100 the right move and just it just really sucks that we're in this position that you know that it that that does make sense for a basketball team to let go of someone who's so talented and integral to this league um and i hope i hope they get picked up i hope they get picked up um by someone somewhere and yeah hey Maybe Phoenix should, should give Laisha a call. Just throwing that out there. Throwing that out there. Um, okay. Let's – I did want to I'd tease Tina Charles. Let's talk about her in the last segment here uh, and to keep updating you on this Atlanta-Chicago game, which you surely have heard the results of by the time you listen to this podcast. It is 84-74, uh, 239 left. What? Wait, what What time are you on, Amy? Because mine, mine's on Hulu, so it's behind.
0: Yeah, so I got eighty-eight eighty with one forty-four. Okay, Atlanta's up. That's, oh. not
1: <laughs> that's not necessarily out of reach. That's not necessarily out. Okay, we'll we'll be back to talk about uh, Tina Charles and everything else that's happening in WNBA right after this. You're the hiring expert for your company like my dad is, and what you really need is help making your short list of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who makes your life easier. You need Indeed. That's exactly what my dad who was hiring for the the title company that he and my mom run in Florida, he had to use Indeed and he found quality candidates that fit the job description and he hired them. So now he can retire allegedly. We'll see how that goes. I'll keep you guys updated. But Indeed is a job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post screen interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resume match on, match your job description faster and only pay for the candidates that meet that those must have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. You can choose from More than 130 skills tests, then add your must-have requirements so you only pay for applications that meet them. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked. Get $75 credit at indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed. It's what you need if you're hiring. Final segment here unlocked on, on women's basketball. We'll give me and Amy Audibert. We're gonna talk Tina Charles and then uh, talk about Connecticut and Seattle because they're gonna be playing as we're finishing up this podcast. So Tina Charles. Today, against the Indiana Fever in the Mystics' 85-69 win, recorded her third straight game with at least 30 points. Uh, that is just the sixth time in WNBA history that a player has uh, scored at least 30 points in at least three consecutive games. Do you want? Do you want to guess who the other five are?
0: No. I I would honestly,
1: I don't even have no idea. I there's a couple that are I
0: mean, well, we
1: you, all right. So let's we got uh Angel McCaughtry did it in 2013. Um, that one that one's pretty easy. Cynthia Cooper did it in '97. Okay, Arike Gubawali did it in 2019 four straight times, yeah, she was on uh, my list. And then Maya Moore did okay. it in 2014, four times. The last name though, Epiphany Prince 2012. She did three times in a wow. row. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. See, the only the one that I would have like guessed on my list would have been Cynthia Cooper. But okay. um that's freaking awesome. Good for her. And exciting uh, and great for by the way. Like let's get it back to Tina. Like, congrats to her. Um yeah. Tina's been, I mean, Tina Eve, it's nice to see her like, and they they won, right? They won today. So it's they nice did to today. see her they team win winning today. some ball games. It's, it's kind of um, I guess it's win win for New York and for Tina. Right. Um, obviously, we just spent some time talking about New York now, Washington, obviously, and you've been following them pretty closely. Right. So I, what's your take on it? Because, I mean, I think that they're going to pick up some momentum sooner than later, but we'll see.
1: There'll be, it, so I think they will too. I mean, they really needed Myesha Heinz Allen back. Um, She was out for the first few games because she was coming over from France. Um, So she didn't really have a chance to be with the team. Like Mike Tebow told us today that she had just gotten to pra- practice with the team for the first time this year. So like, yes, obviously she's going to look better in this game than she had in the other games. But um, yeah, I mean, Tina's just been the engine. You know, it, it, it hasn't been much else going on for, Washington because they were missing a bunch of open shots they really didn't have a feel for each other so it was really just let's get it to Tina and let's have her score and it's really it's cool just to see her be able to still do that because I think a lot of people felt that she couldn't do that or that she um, had lost a step um, I was of the belief that she had not um, and that she would be having this big start to the season with the Landell Don out. um, This is a bit more than I expected, certainly. But she she really has been playing well, and she's been playing efficiently, um, especially in the last three games. Like, she shot over 45% in each of the last three games. um, In that New York game where she had revenge on her mind, and she told us that after the game, Uh, she she was four of seven from three. And that's crazy. And to see her take in the last three games, she's taken seven, six, and seven threes. So she's extending her range. It's becoming this, this sort of player that fits more into the modern game. And I think that's what a lot of people want to see, but she's also maintaining a lot of that post play. So, I mean, Tina's in year 10 um, and it's just really, really good to see her have, have, I guess a bounce back season is the bounce back season. Cause she was tremendous in 2019, but I, I I'm really happy that she, she's having this sort of season um, and showing everyone that what, what she can do now as a big, I kind of want to get your your perspective here. How do you think the dynamic is going to work when you add in an MME cement? I mean, excuse me, and Elena Del Don because we don't know if Amemiya's done. Yeah, I
0: was gonna heard. say let's go to Del because how do I think? It, well, <laughs> it's gonna be great because so they both they both they both shoot the three. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you talk about modern game, um, and then that's when it becomes. Um, up to the coach to find some systems where they both can thrive, which I think they will. Obviously they're both incredible talents and players with tremendous size. Um, So I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going to be wonderful. And that's what I was going to say after your point is like, imagine when Elena gets back in there too, right? Uh, You got to defend differently when both of them are on the court. And uh, it's going to be interesting. And also just obviously with Heinz Allen, right? Just kind of, she's more of that banger and inside, I think more of a banger inside of it. And they can uh, do some damage and even attack from the perimeter, showing that type of, type of look as well. So uh, I'm just, again, I think Washington's going to continue uh, to, to steamroll ahead here.
1: Yeah. And they're only two and three um, to, in fairness, like they, they got blown out. They got blown out in like, depressing fashion in the first two games. I was there for both of them and it was like, Oh my God, I have to stay here for all like, I can't leave because it's going to be really bad look, but we're it's, it's a blowout. Um, But they, they kind got together and shouts to Natasha cloud and Ariel Atkins, who are playing some of the best perimeter defense in the WNBA. Um, Those two really just really turned up the heat on uh, Sabrina Nescu and I don't really know what happened in this Indiana game because I was not able to watch it because it's not on League pass and I don't have a subscription to Monumental and I don't feel like paying for it so I was blacked out of this game so I'll watch it tomorrow well, and let you guys know what I found. You out.
0: saw Tina Charles though. Tina Charles I, did her thing again.
1: I, I right? can imagine I, mean, I can I can imagine that what Tina Charles did in this game uh, because we've seen it. We, we've seen and this Indiana's, movie
0: before. Indiana is going to be a tough Indiana is top, like, they're going to have a tough season in terms if you're, if Indiana is going to measure their success on wins and losses, it's going to be tough here. Right. So <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, I wonder how else they can measure their wins, their, their success because they will, you're right. They will need a different measure um, before we leave. We're going to, so this Connecticut Seattle game is starting um, by the time you listen to this, you will surely know the outcome. So, Oh my God, I can't believe Connecticut pulled it out or, Wow, Seattle's so good. So those are the two reactions. Play whichever one of those you want to. Um, these two teams I find really interesting because I think they're both, despite being two of the best teams in the league last year, they're both better than expected. Um, do do you do you think that's
0: true too? Um. You know, no, I think not both. I think Seattle, when you win a championship and and yes, they, they lost some pieces, but I think that they also got, you know, I think they got a couple, but um, you know, when you're the reigning champs, you expect more of yourselves. But I think with Connecticut, it's been tremendous because they are the one team. And I remember talking about them before the ball went up on this podcast, like just kind of season previews or thoughts. And we both said like Connecticut is going to find a way to be in the playoffs, so they're going to be good, but they're probably going to have a rocky start because their entire starting five were not together the whole training camp. Like mm-hmm. they had so many of their players still overseas playing, where you almost expected that it's okay they're going to have a slower start. And so, am I surprised that they're undefeated as of Tuesday night at ten o'clock? Absolutely. And but at the same time, like I think. Dawana Bonner and John Qual Jones have figured it out right away. And it's been a pleasure to watch. I think it's been so fun. Uh, I think they're, and, and I'm going to call it, I think they're going to be six and zero at the end of tonight. I, I think Ooh. that there's been, and the reason I'm going to say that, even though Seattle is at home and I guess that's like a hot take for me because Seattle like and we've seen this right how many times now were Seattle's down they were down at Minnesota they were down at Dallas and like down down and then they come back and win the games right like they that's just championship level. Wait, what's the, what's the score in this game play, right now? Oh, it's four. You're ahead six. of me. Oh,
1: okay, cool. Four I didn't know six, if they were yeah. if they was like a big lead or something.
0: <laughs> but the reason I'm picking Connecticut is purely on the fact that they've had some off-court drama, and I feel like they're going to come in here and play hard, and I just. <laughs> that they're going to come in here and play really tough tonight, uh, just to kind of get their coaches back and Kurt Miller.
1: Yeah, it's interesting too because like the other coaches here, um, so because uh, uh, I think Dan Hughes had to go to like his son's graduation or something, so he he's not coaching in this game. So you know, we're on, we're on both the backup coaches. Both the backup coaches in this game though are really good, like Brandy Pool, the assistant from Connecticut. Excellent coach. She could be a, the uh the head coach of Connecticut and they'll just be just fine. And Gary Klockenberg won the championship last year. So it, the both, both these teams will be fine, uh sans head coach, but I agree. I think uh Connecticut will feed off the drama. Uh the drama, of course, is is uh Liz Cambage, the Liz Cambage Kurt Miller uh beef. Erica did a whole show on that. We're running out of time to really get into it. Um Great, just great stuff from Liz Cambage. As usual, she is, um she's the best. The Because she took a yeah, bad situation and turned it into yeah. a catchphrase, like, unbelievable. What, what was the catchphrase? It was like, I'm a big, I, I can't. Big
0: body, big Ben's baby. <laughs> and I said, I, I know that because I will be using it as, <laughs> as someone who is big, like, yeah. You know, I think Liz understands her platform and how she can voice her opinion, not make you feel that she's losing sleep at night over it, yeah. but just saying like, this is how I feel. And I mean, you see the internet blow up, you see the league reacting yeah. to it the way that they did. Um, well, she's right. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> like, if a, co- a yeah, coach shouldn't yeah. be talking smack. I mean, I just think no. that's a very natural thing. I think it happens a lot more than we care to admit. Um
0: and she did. And, and then when she started, definitely hammered the point that like as players, we can talk to each other, but when coaches step in, like that's when our hands are tied as players and like, you, you cannot disagree with her. And I think, Co- I think Kurt Miller knows he knows, he knows. And I think if he could go back, he would definitely be changing his words. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think everyone just wipes their hands and moves forward. However, these two teams do meet next week. Let's make oh, a point. Yeah, to yeah. I, was to, to, I was
1: about to say, I let's say wiping hands.
0: you, <laughs> June 1st, June 1st.
1: Let's have that game circled. Um, I, I think well, I have
0: that game circled. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> um, I, it's going to be great. Um, I, 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 I've given my thoughts on both these teams in uh, separate videos for Hoops. That's the WNBA Minute, um, talking about how Seattle and Connecticut have, um, have have revamped their teams and how Connecticut is playing such great defense. Um, I think that's just what they're built on. You know, it's, a, it's the identity, and it's a next next woman up mentality. Um, Brianne January is out right now, and they haven't missed a beat. Hopefully, Brianne can come back. Um, I haven't heard anything update-wise on her injury, just that she's out. Um, so if she comes back, man, this team's going to be <laughs> – I don't know how you score yeah. on them. It, they're they're so they're probably the toughest team in the league to score on. I'm guessing they'll end up with the best defensive rating in the league when it's all said and done. And, you know, Seattle just has the best player in the world.
0: Well, and, and they, they can history. score. Like offensively, they're also very gifted as well. It's not like they don't have players that can score the ball. So, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty good about it. Feeling good about it.
1: So uh, I hope you guys are enjoying this game as we're talking about it. And uh, let us know what happened. Uh, in this game on Twitter at Locked On WB at Gabe Ibrahim at Gabe underscore Ibrahim for me, excuse me, at Amy Audibert for Amy. And that'll do it for Locked On Moons basketball on this lovely Wednesday. Eric Ayala has you on Thursday. And then on Friday, Howard McDell will have your big Friday conversation and the whole time there's going to be a ton of WNBA action and a ton of NBA action. Just don't watch the heat play because it's really, really sad right now. So y'all have a lovely day and we will talk to you very soon.